Welcome to the Apple on Sports Cover 2 podcast here on AppleOnSports.com. Of course, his name is Mitch Light. My name is Braden Gall. You can follow us on the Twitter, at Mitch at Braden Gall. We are nearing the halfway point of the college football season, week six in the books. And I would argue we're going to do teams that are eliminated and our playoff teams like we always do. But I want to start a little audible here on the first play. We're going to script out the first series here. First play of the game. What happens if you get sacked on your first play? Do you stay with the script if it's second and 22? Yeah, the halfback draw on second and 22 isn't nearly as effective, right. is it? Yeah, that play call. You don't anticipate the loss of 12 yeah, you haven't on done, first yeah, down. You haven't done a good week in the in the film room. You haven't had a productive week. If you what know. if you actually were a coach that scripted out like, all right, first play, we're going to lose 11 yards. We're going to catch them off guard. Then drive. we have them where we want them. Get them a little overly confident. Yep. Okay. Yep. Uh, all right. Did, has, has there been a bigger outcome of a game that changed conference race or perception more than Texas beating Oklahoma? To date than during the Power season. Five conference. I Power Five that. conference. Um, good question, Braden. Uh, That's why I, I hit leadoff. Yeah, I don't think so. I mean, any of, any of the preseason top four, basically everyone's preseason top four for the most part, those teams are still alive. So Washington's kind of, still clearly the favorite in the Pac-12. Right, still trying to, you know, Penn State, Ohio State was a – impactful game but not a big surprise it didn't really change anyone's opinion ohio state was the win this is me if anything thinking, it's so if anything it's solidified right, what this we is thought. me thinking and stalling at the same time Clemson, west virginia still undefeated but we're not sure if they're better or worse than oklahoma or texas so yes i, I think it is the most impactful big result of the season because texas is and this ties back to maryland texas cannot afford another loss and if they win the big 12 title probably not getting in if, now, they, if they lose another game. If they lose another game. And I don't think many of the – I don't – you know, it, it's hard to see anybody in all of these conferences, that with the exception of maybe Bama or Clemson, Georgia. running the table. Well, Georgia and Bama have to play each other, so somebody's going yeah, to have to lose. Yeah, regular season. But I, I just – we know West Virginia and Oklahoma are guaranteed a loss because they have to play each other. We know West Virginia and Texas are guaranteed a loss. So it's how – this is a – it's, it's a big, it's a big shakeup. I want to start it with that because we're going to get into our other stuff. I don't have Oklahoma too far down my polls from where they were last week, and we're going to get into that as well. But do you want to start with top four? Sure. Or do you want to do eliminations? Top four because not. I, I think I, noticed, I made changes. I did not. Uh, I've got Alabama, Ohio State, Georgia, Clemson. Saw Georgia in person. Scary good offensively. Mm-hmm. So many weapons. So many ways to beat you. Like, again, preface this by saying with elite teams, we look for weaknesses. We don't just talk about how great they are. So, a, a bit vulnerable defensively. They gave up about 220 in the first half to Vanderbilt, who had success running and passing. Missouri did some good things running the ball. I think really good teams will be able to move the ball on them. And so, that would be my that would be my one issue with Georgia right now. Um, I, I don't know if there's a glaring weakness that I see with Georgia. I've got Bama 1, Georgia 2. I moved Clemson up one spot because Trevor Lawrence has unlocked the offense. Now, beating Wake Forest with a lot of points is not extraordinarily impressive. I was thinking about your big your big but going spiel last week about... Three to three yeah, on the road in conference against a team we think is a bowl team that you think very highly of, Dave Clawson. Thought, thought. I, my issue yes. here really, though, is the combination of Trevor Lawrence playing a full game stabilizing that position a bit, and then the fact that Ohio State just continually gives up chunk plays, constantly on defense. Now, I'm not saying that they won't show up and the defense won't be great at some point during the playoff or Big Ten race or whatever, 
But to date, TCU, lots of, lots of yards, big chunk plays. Even Oregon State in the first half. Trace McSorley had like 5,000 yards of offense. It was which not is like a record. quite that many. 4,800-ish. Okay. Um, and, and Indiana put up, put up some points and moved the ball. Now, not in the same way that Arkansas did on Alabama. That game was sort of already over. It was a little bit more nip and tuck for, for Ohio State. So I dropped Ohio State one spot, moved Clemson up one spot. I'm, I'm trying to make sure that I consider everything every week and, and I don't just blindly put the four back out there. I move Clemson back to three, Ohio State four, Notre Dame five. I have Penn State six up one spot. I dropped Oklahoma one spot to seven because I look at – here's my issue. And, I'm, and we're going to sort of – this is the – I don't want to spend the whole podcast arguing about whether no, but this is, matter. This, but this isn't, about, this isn't about Texas versus OU for me because I don't even think I have Texas in this conversation. My problem is I look at Washington, struggles with UCLA, wins – West Virginia, who, who statistically, yards per play, has been nice, solid on defense, haven't played anybody outside of Texas Tech, but are giving up points. They're giving up lots of points. I still have questions about West Virginia's defense. I look at Michigan. I'm, Michigan is sort of rounding into form. Continue, they covered again against Maryland. I, I don't. If, if you told me Oklahoma versus Washington, I'm taking Oklahoma. If you told me Oklahoma versus West Virginia, right now today, I'm taking Oklahoma. If you told me Oklahoma-Michigan, right now today, I would take Oklahoma. Oklahoma versus Texas right now. Who would you take? If they played today again, yes. I'd probably take Oklahoma. I, I, listen, there's a great argument for Texas. I think it was a great showing for Texas. They also almost choked it away. True. Uh, and, and again, I think crazy weird things happen in rivalry games. Three-point win is a great win for Texas. It's a good loss for Oklahoma. Penn State has a good loss as well. That's why I didn't drop Penn State too far. So what's fair for Penn State, in my opinion, fair for Oklahoma to not drop them too far because I think that's a good high-quality loss. A three-point rivalry loss in the Cotton Bowl against your arch nemesis is is not a bad loss. I still think Oklahoma is the best team in in the Big Twelve. That's just how I see it. Okay, you can you can poke holes. Yeah, yeah, Go for a, it. It's an age-old argument that we've had uh, about results versus what we really think. And as the season goes on, and you have more games to look at, like the the picture gets clear. Like, like I mean, no Memphis, question. Memphis Navy. Okay, Memphis was fortunate they won at Na- uh, Navy. Was fortunate only to on this Mem- podcast. Do, do you, for this example, is, do you go to Memphis well, and Navy? Well, I'm using this as an example. <laughs> like right now, even though Memphis had its struggles, Navy's really struggling. I think Memphis is a better team. We have Memphis ranked ahead of Navy. Navy beat Memphis, but the fact that they both have similar profiles in Oklahoma just in Texas just beat Oklahoma. I think right now Texas should be deserves to be ranked ahead of Oklahoma. There's nothing else on Oklahoma's resume that really sticks out. Now, if they had a week two Except win, for their nine yards per play on offense where they no, destroy people, except for Army, except for, uh, which is the one game that was sort of Iowa the outlier. Iowa State, you know, that's not a true. Gave Iowa points a de- on yeah, defense. Yeah, so, Texas struggled on offense against Kansas State. I mean, we can go round and round and right, round so, and so, round. So then you have that one thing where they actually played a football game on Saturday that was two days ago. True. So that's why I have Texas ranked ahead of Oklahoma. But if, if things change over the next two weeks – Oklahoma reverts back to its dominating self, and handsome Bob Diaco stepping in from an analyst to outside linebacker helps solve the defense, then I'd be willing to say, even though Texas won, I think Oklahoma's a better team. But right now, they just played, and they have similar profiles. Texas is So why isn't Maryland ranked ahead of both of them? Because Maryland has two losses, and they got oh, okay. killed by Temple. Okay. There's other factors involved. I understand. I'm just That's a bad example. I'm just being stupid. Just having fun. Just being a jerk. You're being no, because the better face. team doesn't always win. That's I, the point. I understand. That is the point of the games and the sport. No, the point of the games is to win yes. and to rank teams based on their performance and their wins. The point of the game is what I mean is that you don't know what's going to happen, that the better team doesn't always win, and that the reason you play is because the better team doesn't always win. That's the whole point. Um, 
I, I will say this. Mike Stoops fired um, by Lincoln Riley in Oklahoma. That was sort of – we could see that coming from a mile away. Probably talked about it on summer pods um, here. Again, Ruffin McNeil my, my issue named with, defensive coordinator Bob Diaco. Yes. Because, you know, when you, when you fire a coach midseason like this – you know, some teams will switch responsibilities, but, you know, Mike Stoops isn't going to really stay on staff right. if he's not the defensive play caller. It disrupts things, but one thing that these, these staffs being so big now, you have a – You have boatloads of options. Yeah, to, yeah. to slide it. Ten years ago, you're sli- in some smaller schools, you're sliding a GA up right. to take a position. Not a former head coach. Big East head football yeah, coach. Yes, Who's very handsome. AAC. Well, I was thinking Bob. Bob Diaco slides yeah. into a bigger role, yeah, too. Yeah, but he's an AAC. Right, right. Former head coach, not Big East. Whatever. <laughs> anyway, my issue with this conversation, my my issue with this conversation is so talking tiers. If Alabama's on its own tier, let's say there's another tier that I think Oklahoma still is in that group, and I don't believe Texas is in that group yet. That's my reasoning behind having Oklahoma. Fair. I, Texas to me is with UCF. It's with LSU. It's with Wisconsin. It's with Oregon. It's with Miami. All are five and one. They all have one loss. They all have the same profile as Oklahoma. You know what I mean? Like they all have the same sort of where where we got here. I just look at a tier, and it's Florida's on that tier, right? Um, it, there's a number of teams that are – Kentucky's a one-loss team. You know, there's a lot of teams that are on that tier, and I just don't see Texas as being onto that top tier yet, and, and then that, Bam, Bama's on its own tier. That, that's but fair. does that make sense? Like, I just totally. don't view Texas I, – I don't know. That's just – like, uh, yes, you beat a down USC team. Okay, you scored 12 points on the road against Kansas State and basically won 12-9 to nine. Or twelve, to, you know, you're, you needed a kick to win that game. Okay, the TCU win, quality win. You just gave up forty five points and almost choked it away to Oklahoma. I have not seen dominant Texas enough to put them at like seventh in the nation and say that team belongs. Maybe this is benefit of the doubt to Oklahoma. Maybe that's irresponsible of me, but I still see an elite offense that was chugging along at an elite level, and and Texas is still unproven to me right. to some degree. And that's that's the my that's my reasoning essentially is fair points, but. When it's those are like talking points, but when it's time to put the pen to paper or the key, you got to rank them. That's why I have Texas right there. Where where do you where do you have those two right now? It will it will play out like like nine and ten. Yeah, hold on, it'll play out over the next week. Yes, I mean the next few months. And Oklahoma play. I think TCU this week. So yeah, I'm going to. Here's what Texas has West Virginia coming up soon. So. Yeah, here's what Stephen Lassen has in our in our uh, and the one that you sign off on that's on the Athlon Sports website. That yeah, you can but I don't along. lose a ton of sleep over teams six through twelve because you know the things. Right. Should, so we got he's got uh, same top four: the Notre Dame five, Penn State six, Texas seven, Florida eight, so that LSU is, nine, Oklahoma ten. So that is putting Texas on the elite tier. Yeah, and I just don't. I'm just not ready to do that. But yet. I, that's all. I, I totally, no big deal. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah. And you know, let's move on in a second. But it's the whole the, the whole. I want to get to number five on the whole list. SEC stuff with Florida beating LSU and Kentucky losing. Then you know, every most people will still have Florida ranked ahead of will will we'll now have Florida ranked ahead of Kentucky, right? Like, how can you put Texas ahead of West Virginia? How can you do that? They've got a better win than their 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 win over Oklahoma, but, f- but far superior to any win that West Virginia. Okay. Has. That, that, I agree. That, that, Western hasn't played anybody, but they don't have the same resume. Okay, so One's would, undefeated. One who, has a loss. Who would you have ranked so, higher right now, Florida or Kentucky? I think Florida's the better team. Not that day, though. But not that day. Yeah. And that's, again, but the whole that's enough, the whole point. But it's far enough remove, removed. We have, they both have the same win over Mississippi they, State, essentially. Both teams have played enough other games to evaluate. Okay. So that's, you know. Yeah, I mean, I, I, that, again, I, this is the beauty of the college football playoff committee. This is what they're there for. I tweeted this out. 
on October 6th, this Saturday. Ian Book doesn't care about your pass rush. Ian Book doesn't care about your secondary. Ian Book scoffs at your student section. He is here for your soul. They have dismantled Stanford and Virginia Tech and Wake Forest. Not murderers row, but not easy games, and done it with relative ease thanks to the book now being in charge. Thanks to Dexter Williams. And welcome. Back to back. That team is so different with those two guys in the backfield. Great win on the road, great atmosphere, and they didn't even flinch. Has any team didn't even flinch? Has any top ten-ish team in recent years changed its lot in life or its its profile more in the middle of a season than Notre Dame has? Yes, Clemson and Miami this year. <laughs> I, I, I joke tongue in cheek. Perry went like thirteen for I know ninety. I, I joke tongue in cheek, but yeah. Miami looks like a different team, and Clemson. I don't know how much is the Clemson, same, yeah. but you know. We feel like their upside's higher now. Yeah, but Notre Dame has changed. Um, they got a lot of seniors on that defense, man. They got a lot of veterans. They got good players on. There's a, yep. there's not a large weakness in the Notre Dame football team right now. Yeah, and that's what I like about them. So that's a huge win over Virginia Tech. Um, we'll, we need to get to our eliminations because Virginia Tech's a part of that group. But uh, I, I just wanted to talk about Ian Book because. No, I'd like to, to think that we were early. I think that, I'd like to believe that we were early on on Ian Book. That the Trace McSorley Baker Mayfield comparison was earlier on this podcast than it will be coming around the na- the national, you know, world. Yeah, I just I just want to be on uh, on Ian Book Island first. Okay, I want to charge property taxes. You're gonna uh, you're gonna spend the money to have the nicest condo on the island. I'm willing to be like that because in in real estate, Mitch, you go where the development's coming. You don't okay. go where the development already is. I moved to Ian Book Island. Real estate was dirt cheap. Now I'm charging premiums to all the Notre Dame fans who are buying in to Ian Book Island. Good luck with that. Yeah, it's working very well so far. Yes. Three and driving in, You drive a really nice car here. You're, you're very wealthy. <laughs> <laughs> My used pickup truck? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> it's hard to get to the island, by the way, in a used pickup truck. Um, all right. So let's do, let's do elimination here before we get into some more games. So who got eliminated this week in college football? A lot. It's the biggest week of elimination so far to it's date. Hard, it's, it's hard to be at this point in the season and, and not have two losses unless you're really, really good. Week six in the ACC, Boston College done from the playoff. Now four and two after a loss to NC State. Came roaring back. Syracuse choked it away. Dino, Dino, can I have a word with you, Dino? One of my three picks. I went two and one against the spread. Dino, if you had an opportunity after a great showing at Clemson, to go on the road and beat a mediocre pit team? Mm. Below average. Below not, a- not bad. Yes, a below average. But not average. You needed to show up with a little swagger, Dino, and win that game, and you lost in overtime. Yeah, boring. Boring, boring, boring. Disappointing. Yep. Okay. Uh, Syracuse done. Yeah. Virginia Tech, their second loss, and one of them's Old Dominion, you are eliminated from the playoff. Definitely. Sorry. Agree. So that's now 10 teams from the ACC. Eliminated, which leaves NC State undefeated after a nice win over Boston College. That leaves, because now we're going to start, like, instead of eliminating teams, we're going to have to start talking about who's still alive. NC State still alive. Really nice win. Ryan Finley, guess where they go this weekend? Death Valley. I'll answer that question for you. (laughs) Uh, NC State undefeated still. Miami, with their just ridiculous comeback win over Florida State. You got to be just, if you're a Florida State fan, you just got to be just, oh, my God. Like, what do I got to do to get a win? What was it, 27-7 with like five minutes to go in the third quarter? Yes. Insane. I cannot believe they lost that game. Insane. So Miami, still alive in the ACC. Clemson, still alive in the ACC. So? 
I think there's. I think I. I would guess scrappy still, young club. Yeah, uh, and that is uh, no Duke at four and one, <laughs> still technically alive in the ACC. So that's it. That's all that's left in the playoff hunt for the ACC. Uh, all right, Oklahoma State now eliminated from the big from the playoff race in the Big Twelve. That leaves West Virginia, Texas, and Oklahoma. So thirty percent, and we're ready for that round robin, and we've already had one of them. Yep. So. That's all that's left there as Oklahoma State loses this weekend. In the Big Ten, they had the most teams available still left on the board. Four of them lose this week. Maryland, they get hammered by by Michigan. Michigan State continues continues to disappoint. Michigan State loses to Northwestern. They've had one satisfying game this year. They won at Indiana by 14 points. Like Other than that, every game's been just – they've lost or it's like blah. Yeah, so it's only been good for you one time. Yes. Okay. Indiana Indiana plays fairly well against Ohio State, but they do get eliminated. Their second loss. Minnesota loses against Iowa. So Maryland, Michigan State, Indiana, Minnesota, two losses now. They've been eliminated. So who does that leave us with in the Big Ten? Ohio State, Michigan, Penn State, the big three in the East. And, oh, by the way. The big four is now a big three. A seven-point road loss to Notre Dame looks a lot differently today than it did in week one. You anti-Harbars. Although, you, as a pro-Harbar... Don't make this... Don't don't use subtlety and nuance to make this that argument. That was not the same Notre Dame Don't team. use that. I don't you care. You this whole I don't thing care. about how this team no, is don't so much that. different. I don't care. Don't, don't, don't bring in logic. You don't care about my rational yeah, arguments? In, no, Sorry. No, no, no. Wisconsin and Iowa still available. So those five still available for the playoff in the Big Ten. Um, Stanford and Cal. A very, uh, very surprising performance by the Stanford Cardinal... They lose to Utah. So Stanford and Cal now eliminated, which leaves us with Washington, Oregon, the Cougars of the Palouse, and the Colorado 5-0 and Buffaloes. Those four still left available in the Pac-12 for playoff hunts here, of course. And in the SEC, Missouri loses in a weird, weird game. In fact, the entire SEC was strange this weekend. And the Auburn Tigers and their anemic offense on the road against Mississippi State are now eliminated from the college football playoff, a top-10 team that leaves us with the LSU Tigers, the Alabama Crimson Tide, the Florida Gators, the Kentucky Wildcats, and the Georgia Bulldogs, which leads me to my first... Hold on, can I, can I call oh. a 20? Oh, I, don't I think I need such to take a roll. I know, I don't think I need to take a full. I need a 20-second timeout. Texas A&M has lost to Alabama... And Clemson. I, can we pull them back in? Have we, elim- we eliminated? I think they – is there a uh, little space for them? Well, Alabama would have to lose twice for them to make the playoff. And they're not losing to Texas A&M because they already played. They already beat them. They could lose to LSU, but then they would have to lose again okay. for A&M to win the division. Crazy, and I'm usually not crazy but scenario you're, but guy. That, but that, no. that point is – Okay. That's a valid point. Listen, to the crazy scenario here. Georgia loses a game or two. They lose to Auburn and Kentucky, whatever. Alabama, 12, undefeated, beats Georgia in the championship game. Texas A&M goes 10-2 and two with those no. two losses. Do they get in? I don't think you can get in with two. I think 11-1 and one okay. as a second-place Even if those team. are your two losses no, and, to and two in, playoff teams. And, in fact, and I draw the LSU. Yeah, I just think with, with Notre Dame and the Big Ten, like – there's a better chance that 11 and 1 Penn State would get in, 11 and 1 Notre Dame would get in, 11 and 1. So you're and saying one. there's a chance. I, I, I don't think as a non-division winner. If if they go on and win the SEC, yes, they could get in with two losses. So I I will give you that. Can we make an executive Auburn, order? To Auburn with two losses would play Alabama and Georgia. 
like they did last year, could win those two games and but win right their way back Auburn in. But right now, Auburn is not playing. But at one and two, playoff it's playoff caliber no, football. No, it's not going to happen. And frankly, A and M wasn't great, but that's a good win against Kentucky. So w- this is where I'm going to start. Hot take right out of the gate: Is the SEC East better than the SEC West? It's too early for such a take. I, I, I don't know how to process this. So you're just st- you. For those of you with, or who aren't watching our video feed, which doesn't exist, Braden's smiling, happy with himself with his arms it's up. It's more of a smirk. Smirk that he's like p- quite possibly made a good point. Uh, Rarely happens. Yeah. And I, every team in the SEC East is 4-2 or, or in the West is 4-2 and, and better. I don't think so. Miss. I don't think so. I agree. I think okay. the West is better. But Florida better than we thought. Kentucky better than we thought. South Carolina with a win. But South Carolina's not necessarily better than we thought. Missouri's not really better no, than we thought. They're about where they th- they're about where we thought they would be. Vanderbilt's probably about where we thought they would be. Tennessee might be slightly worse or where we thought they'd be. I think the bottom. Yeah, I, yeah. I agree. The West is better, but the fact that I can ask that question and you had to take a second to think about it. Yeah, I mean, Kentucky and Florida both beat Mississippi State. That was a preseason top fifteen team, third in the West. If Texas A&M's probably better than we think. You know, LSU better yeah. than we thought in preseason. Auburn not as good. Alabama, you thought Alabama was going to be bad. You were like rebuilding. Yeah, I was there. concerned. Yeah, you're, you're I was like concerned 16. about, especially about the offense. Yeah. So let's go Florida LSU then, because I just think what what a spectacular football game. Yeah, I don't know. I, I, I think saw some of this in the press box. I, you're going to have to fill me in. I, I think for this. A lot of it. I think this is the most one of the most underrated rivalries in college football. They hate each other. There's a lot of animosity there. A lot of great players. Generally, a lot at stake. Generally, highly rated teams. And generally low scoring and sometimes boring, but not the case at all. Like, the, what a great fourth quarter, back and forth, answer, 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 just awesome play from both sides. I just complete and thorough entertainment. It's an example of why I love college football. And they've played like in the post Urban Meyer era, they've played like basically the same style of all, of, of right. football. Great defenses, offenses that make you want to, you know, just say you, you you want more from them, and they usually can't provide it. And and, and the, what was fascinating was the way both teams ran the football to take leads in the, late in that game. It was about physical. I mean, we know these games is normally very physical, but it was impressive to see Florida and Felipe Franks the way they ran the football on LSU. There, no pass rush at all from LSU, which is supposed to be where they should have taken advantage of Florida. Um, and it just was. It was just. I just thought two teams elevated their game to the to the level of hype of the program and the swamp was packed and the swamp is back. Yeah, Mullen made a, made a point afterwards. We're not draining the was, swamp. Yeah. We're filling the swamp, you know, all that good stuff. Yeah, so, uh, you know, just very impressive from Florida. And, and, again, since that Kentucky game, they have looked really, really good. Florida has scored 204 points this year. They've allowed 89. So, uh, LSU does finally lose. I think they're going to – they're not – I mean, Joe Burrow made some mistakes. And when they had to put the ball on his shoulders to, to carry them to victory on the road, he, he did have the one big drive, and he had played a good game. But I, he made a couple of big mistakes, and that cost him in the end. Felipe Franks really didn't, and both running games were impressive. Um, I don't know what to make of LSU. I, I don't I, – I think that's the LSU I expected to see all season. I don't know if that LSU can beat Alabama at home. Well – LSU's next three games, Georgia at home, Mississippi State at home, Alabama at home. LSU plus the points. They're, they're a seven-point underdog. LSU plus the points or Georgia lay the points? Georgia lay the points. I think Georgia's too dynamic on offense. You think there's a, um emotional letdown factor for LSU or just pure Georgia's just better? Pure just Georgia's just better. More on that on the podcast coming up later on this week when we that's preview a, week seven. That's a, that's a nice tease. Thank you, sir. Uh, let's bounce around the SEC. You mentioned the South Carolina. The, the, is this the weirdest – 
one of the weirdest weeks you've seen. Well, okay, what's weird? The Auburn's anemic offense. Weird. South Carolina, Missouri, just weird game. Weird game. Very so, bizarre. So game. our, our uh, Bill Connolly uh, from SB Nation had you know he does a win, not a win probability, win chance based on like the box score. Missouri, and this is not because he doesn't tweak it because he's a Missouri guy, had a 97% win rate based well, on that. Well, at one point they had a big lead, or like a like a seven or eight point lead, and then South Carolina had a 10 point lead, and then Missouri came back and yeah. won, took the lead, and then South Carolina won the game. And then there was like three delays in there. It was just such a weird game. Well, and M- no Missouri Jake hits a, Bentley. Right, Missouri. Uh, Michael Skarnecki, a very good first career backup, a senior, first career start, 20 for 35, 249 yards. But then Missouri's Tucker McCann hits a 56-yard field goal with a minute 18, and then Parker White comes back and it's a 33-yarder. Hashtag college kickers. Yeah, they, they, they drilled them. It's nice to see those guys back-to-back make big kicks. Uh, Drew Locke with a horrendous pick six yeah. that really, I thought, changed the momentum of the game. Um, uh, Auburn's offense just atrocious. Really good job by the, the defensive line for Mississippi State. And Nick Fitzgerald did just enough. They ran the football just enough uh, to win that Here's one. Here's one. Auburn four straight games with fewer than 350 yards. That's very, very bad. First time since 2012, their 0-8 season. And, and Carrion Johnson tweeting about how it's not Gus's fault. It's not Gus's fault. Don't blame Gus, Auburn fans. I'd pro players pro players defending Gus over the weekend. Um, and then Kentucky at A&M. Just a really physical, hard-fought game. And had a weird vibe to it. Couldn't really – I mean, the, the, the A&M touchdown to take the lead was like a deflected pass. That was a weird play. Kentucky ties the game with a weird strip sack fumble recovery into the end zone and then, uh, you know, a missed field goal in overtime and it's just a weird game. And I, I think A&M, the, the, better, the slightly better team, outlasted. And just A&M has a different it. vibe right now. They've got a different vibe under Jimbo Fisher. I agree. And it's just hard for Kentucky to keep it going, playing at such a high level emotionally. They had one offensive touchdown. They only had one drive longer than 20 yards. A 60-yard TD drive. One, A&M. A&M's rush defense, we talked about it. It was first in the SEC. Benny Snell, 13 for 60. Terry Wilson didn't get going. That A&M rush defense is for real. You, you already had some comments on Georgia. Gave up some yards in the first half. Um, here's the stat. That, here's the only stat you need to know about Alabama. Um, Tua Tungavailoa has 25 incompletions and 18 touchdowns. He averaged 25.7 yards per passing attempt on 13 attempts. I mean, it's just it's really running out of things like, to say. Like, I mean, I'm serious. Like, what is there another player from the pocket on a better team that you can come up with? Like, Leinert, maybe, in that offense with USC? Where he just sat in the pocket and just dropping dimes, dropping dimes? I don't think so. I mean, like, I think I'm, I'm honestly genera- asking. He's, he's like a generational. Like, talent. Tebow didn't even do this. Well, Tebow's game was a little different. So, yeah, that's what I'm yeah. saying. Like, yeah. Cam Newton didn't do this. This is. This is literally Kel- NFL next level stuff. Keller Chris is not doing this. Kevin Hogan definitely couldn't do this. <laughs> um, I, yeah, I don't know what else to say about Bama. Poor, poor Chad Morris. Um, all right, where do you want to go well, next? Almost eight hundred and twenty-six yards of total offense. I, let's go Pac twelve uh, because I feel like the Pac twelve has been eliminated from the playoff, even though Washington's still very much in it, and I know. Washington State and Oregon both have one loss, and Colorado's undefeated. But I, I'm looking around at this league, and I'm just going, meh. Are you breaking up with the whole league? No. I Listen. Well, you just said you're looking around. You're not impressed. Listen, I am constantly – like, I've had a few cocktails every time I hang out with the Pac-12. 
Late, so late every night. time I look at the Pac-12, it looks a little bit better than it really does. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because <laughs> like I've had a few drinks and the lights are low. And I get kind of like I, I yeah. But I so I'm not leaving the Pac-12. Pac-12 is a sure thing. It always delivers. <laughs> but <laughs> but I I don't see marriage material here. I, I don't see championship. How many drinks do you here. need to think to make you seem like Colorado's a playoff team? Four. I need a lot of shots. Of Chenault, a nice Chenault, <laughs> a nice 2003 Chenault. It's productive. It's a productive. Chenault. It is. It is. It's like so yeah, the game winning, it's like 82 percent alcohol. He had the game winning touchdown on a carry. It, great in a great game. Like that's the thing. I love the I love the league, but like I don't see. I, it, it, what is the I'm trying to ask, like what is the question I'm trying to ask? I don't. Know. I don't even know. Like they don't. I am uninspired. But Washington uninspiring against UCLA. Stanford, uninspiring. Utah, great win. You've not been that good of a team this year. You know, Colorado, uh, okay. But again, they haven't. Uh, Arizona they haven't State's by far the best team they beat. Yeah, and that's a three and three team. So Arizona you, State, so three you, and three. Arizona Cal game. You did not just think that was the greatest football game. Twenty four seventeen. No, uninspiring. Brandon McIlwain. Former South Carolina quarterback looks like he's the starter now. Yeah, that was. A, he put up a lot of yards. 315 passing, 107 rushing. Oregon, Washington State. Are I'm you buying either of those? Seen our fantasy league? I'm going to go pick him up right now. You probably should. I just continue to smoke people. It's fine. So do I. I know. I'm catching you, though. I'm catching you. You're not smoking enough. Points. Points total. Um, Oregon, Washington State. What do you? What What is it that's in? Okay, how? What is you, it that, from a national perspective, makes Oregon, this league relevant? If right Oregon now? hadn't fumbled against Stanford. Would your perception of the league be different? They would make this week's Oregon Washington game huger than it already huge. Is. Stanford would be three and three. Stanford is not; they're average. Bryce I, Love didn't play. Maybe you're right. Maybe the Oregon loss that really hurts the league. Did this week's game game day would would be in Washington? Be is it in Washington or is it in Oregon? Um, I believe it's in Oregon, but there's only. I mean, Colorado's the only undefeated team left, so the favorite. While we still still believe it's Washington, they were uninspiring this weekend and. Oh, by the way, have a loss to an Auburn team that continues to look bad. I, I just don't see what, what this league is going to get out of this season. Outside of like Should some really, playing? really fun late nights on Saturdays, <laughs> if you know what I mean. Even in even in uh, Pullman, sometimes Friday nights. Yeah, <laughs> I just I don't know what my question is. It, this league is uh, I. It's still my favorite league. Really? I, uh, yes. I just don't think there's anything. There's you not, like? There's no meat on the bone there. You're just telling them how much, how ugly you are. I don't like you. You're no fun. Yeah. And then you're like, but then you're my favorite. They have low self-esteem, the Pac-12. Well, I wonder why. <laughs> <laughs> You've been ripping on them. Um, all right. Um, Hold on. UCLA, 422 yards, uh, the best of the Chip Kelly era. See? And that's supposed to be the best team in the league? <laughs> the best team in the league gives up 422 yards to the worst team in the league? Come on. I'm not trying to be anti-Pac-12. You're, you're, you're taking a strange approach. to. to <laughs> <laughs> Your boy Tyler Huntley with a really efficient day. Nice win there. That was a really good showing for Kyle Whittingham. Yeah, I watched that game on the bus late night. Thank you, ESPN. On my phone. Okay. Um, I think it was an ESPN game. Okay. Because um, that'd be weird. Cause I, I think it's irrelevant, yeah. but continue. <laughs> um, so, Gardner Minshew. Five I do like that name. Yeah. Not to be confused with Munchie Legale, which is <laughs> close to Gardner Minshew, but whatever. Yeah. So, uh, Cincinnati, by the way. Yeah, good call. All right, moving on. Where uh, to? Um, let's go Big Ten here. Michigan now five straight wins. How good are they? I don't know. I want them to be better because we picked them so high. Like, forget that though. Just how good are they? Be objective. I think they're really good. Their defense is, you know, 
Maryland scores 21 points, but 98-yard kickoff return from Ty Johnson. So, you know, one of those was not an offensive touchdown. I think their defense will keep them well, – they, they can play with anyone in the country except maybe Alabama defensively. Their offense, they continue to put up good numbers. Shea Patterson is, is evolving. Higdon, they're running the ball well. They doubled up Maryland. So I, I think they're good. Do you think they overlook Wisconsin to be staring at Michigan State? I don't think they're – no. Well, they you know, they get, they've but, got to beat Michigan State. Yes, but – all the other games are important too because they're, they're they're fighting for a playoff spot. I had so uh, Penn State. I met up with a high school friend of mine in Atlanta who I hadn't seen in ten years. Huge Michigan guy, whatever. And so I was like, I always like to say, like, what is, what's your take on Harbaugh? Because you know we know what ours is. We know what the national. He's like, so this is like a guy on the streets. Like, yeah, we're he's, getting the. It is rational. He's like, I don't mean this to slight the program, but he's the best we can get. Like, who is Michigan to get better than like an already proven head coach? He's been to the Super Bowl. Yeah, and, and turns Stanford around. He's like, but. He we goes, need to win some big games. We got, we, we've got to beat Michigan State. He's right. like, that's just it's getting absurd. So if they go ten and two this year, and they finish second, but they beat Penn State and Michigan State and Wisconsin, but they lose to Ohio I State. I think it's I think it's a step forward. I mean, I agree. Yes, yeah, I agree. Um, but then people will keep harping on Shea the Ohio Patterson State. doing some Shea Patterson dipsy doos and yes. twirly don'ts and <laughs> twirly don'ts makes a big play. Looks like Shea Patterson out there. Yeah. Donovan Peoples Jones is starting to catch a lot of passes. That's good because um, he's a wide receiver. And their defense, we know what they are. Their defense is salty. So they've won five straight. Um, Penn State had the off week. Wisconsin bounced back with an, an okay showing. Um, they will play this weekend, Wisconsin and Michigan. Yeah, are you concerned that uh, Nebraska 518 yards actually averaged, outgained them on a per play, 7.6 yards per play? Have you looked at Nebraska's point differential in three games in the Big Ten? It's not good. 62 to 139. Yeah. Um, by the way, Northwestern is technically in second place in the Big Ten West at two and one. Northwestern negative. Uh, they had eight yards rushing, a net of eight yards rushing. Michigan State's run defense is absurd. The rest of their team stinks. Yes. Uh, Iowa at four and one. Now it's one very, and one with their quiet. win over. And they they kind of blew the Wisconsin game. They got a win over Iowa State. They should have beat Wisconsin. Kind of messed with the Wisconsin game. So Iowa sneaky decent at four and one, but we'll find out about them. Um, Program on the rise, Illinois 38, Rutgers 17. A.J. Bush back at quarterback for the Fighting Illini. Illinois has three wins. That's three more than zero, baby. Program on the rise. Yep. Anything else on the Big Ten you'd like to add from the notebook there? Um, Ohio State 92 plays, most since the 2016 opener against Bowling Green, most in a Big Ten game in at least 10 years. So, That's move, a lot of plays. Yeah, a lot of plays. That's because there. their defense needs to s- tighten up a little bit. Yeah, are we? Their uh, defense to me, if they get into a playoff game right now today against any of the other three teams, I would pick all the other three teams to win: Clemson, Georgia, or or Alabama. Are we concerned with Baker Mayfield slash uh, Zach Zach Anderson? Or Minnesota? Mm-hmm. You know, he's not really. He's young. Was Baker Mayfield great at Texas Tech when he was a freshman? <laughs> yes. yes. <laughs> Irrelevant. Yes. Okay. So uh, Big Twelve. We already talked Oklahoma, Texas a lot. What else of note happened for you? I mean, West Virginia won. I, I still don't Iowa know. State. No, this is big. Iowa State's that's a good Brock win. Purdy, their true freshman quarterback from Arizona that I remember um, in reading our preview. I didn't really follow his recruitment at all. He was offered by Alabama. Yes. Big get for Iowa State. Didn't expect to see him this year, but they've had so many injuries. He's an arm talent guy. This is the evolution of college football going back to the pro-style guy. This is the arm talent guy. He's also guy. a leg talent guy because he rushed for 84 yards. He, uh, no, he's an arm talent guy who happens to be an athlete. Like Tonga Vailoa, like Haskins, like these other guys. Trevor Lawrence. 18 for 23, 318. David Montgomery did not play. 
Corn Dog only 19 for 33, and this is big. They held Iowa State held Justice Hill to 2.8 yards per carry on 24. That was sort of like Iowa State was due. Yeah, I think they were just due to win a game. Um, does a hat tip need to go to Matt Rule? Four and two after how many wins last year? One. A solitary W. I think yeah, one. Four wins now for the Baylor Bears. Hat tip. Yeah. De- uh, no, definitely. Kansas State. State of Kansas. Wait, what's the opposite of a hat tip? St- State of Kansas. Not good. 0-6 in the Big 12. State of Kansas. When's that game? Could Kansas beat – if Kansas beats Kansas State, <laughs> is that Dave, tarnish Dave, Bill Snyder's – No, it tarnishes David Beatty's resume. <laughs> yeah. If he wins – it's, it's not a good win? Yeah. It's, no, it changes – It changes. no, it, his legacy is so bad it needs to stay that way. We can't be adding, like, marquee Ws in rivalry games to his resume. That's not nice. Okay, fine. <laughs> um, West Virginia, okay, they they kind of putzed around with Kansas a little bit. Kansas, that's what I was saying. Like okay. I, they did. Then here, here's what I. What do you make of West Virginia's defense? Because they've they've aver- they've done under, they've gone under five yards per play, four out of the five games that they've played. Now those are Tennessee and a bunch of crap teams, except for Texas Tech, who went you know right around six yards of play. Are you are there is their defense better than we think it is? Is it I, we we like the coordinator. You know, but is is the defense better than we think it is? I don't think it's better than we think it is. I think it's going into the season. I think it was like I think it's what we think it is. Yeah, it it was a potential problem. That's why I did not, and I might be wrong because they might win the Big Twelve. I we picked Texas second. We had Oklahoma yeah. first. We picked Texas second. We picked West Virginia third because I did not trust the defense. Had some defections and some in the uh, in the off season on that defensive line. Anything else? Empty the notebook on the Big Twelve. Just I know. We've talked about it before, but Jalen Hurd, eight he rushes, touched the ball yards, like eleven numbers, eleven yeah. receptions for one thirty-five. So, kudos to him. A lot of people doubted. I mean, he, I'm sure he's happy or whatever. People doubted him. Switch the position, switch. It's working out. I don't know if he's an NFL player. He's running the ball though, too, which is kind of for a wide receiver. But he's a former running back, right? Exactly what I'm, what I'm saying. It's not like a. It doesn't feel like it's a real full time switch to wide receiver. Yeah, but, he's more wide, but receiver he is definitely right. a wide receiver. Uh, all right, you want to go ACC here? Can we talk about your Louisville Cardinals? Georgia Tech, 66 points. That was a Friday night, by the way. Thank God nobody saw it. I saw it. I watched it, too. Well, I was... Because I had taken Marshall. Watch, yeah, I watched more of the Yankees, but uh, they were down 5 nothing. so... Mm. Georgia Tech attempts two passes and scores 66 points. That's gorgeous. 0-3 in the ACC. 542 yards rushing. Is Bobby Petrino back next year? I Honestly say no. asking. I don't think so. I mean, supposedly I mean, the Jeff, buyout's if, big. If Jeff Brom is going to say, if you have a yes, if you're Louisville as an administration and you have an under-the-table guaranteed yes from Jeff Brom, which is what the Louisville fans want, you make the move. That's what I would do. It's, it's yeah, it's the, there's, it's the Memphis and Penny Hardaway. Yep, I agree. You, you only make the move. Like Penny Hardaway is not... A high school coach in Memphis who really everyone knows wants the job. And Tubby has an Smith's entire team of recruits that are coming yeah, to Tubby Memphis. Smith's probably not gone. Right. So I think it's a similar – similar because Because you have something in the can that you know is better. And then what happens next – What the can? Yeah, you got, you got it's two or in the hand or the bush. One in the bush maybe, two in the hand? Here's what happens. You got one in the hand. I get it. Petrino <laughs> comes back, has a decent year, and Brom goes somewhere else. You, you don't want to – You can't right. mess around. Right. Um, by the way, looking at the standings in the ACC, Duke is 0-1, so they're in last place, seventh place in the Coastal. They're 4-1 and 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 are, quote, not eliminated from our playoff contention. just looks weird. Uh, Miami and Virginia Tech both 2-0. and um, what, what do you make of the Florida State debacle? 
They're 200 yards. They had 200 yards of offense. That's their fewest since. I remember. Do you remember this game? They beat Florida in 2011, 21 to seven, with 95 yards of offense. Oh, I think I do remember. They that beat game. Florida with 95 yards of offense. Yikes! Uh, so two. Uh, despite the fact that they blew it, they only had 200 yards. There was only 506 yards in this game. That's like half of a Big 12 game. I, 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 don't, Perry, I did not put my. I did not put Miami in my top 15. I, I, this thought, was not, they're, they're I thought NC. I think NC State's the second best team. Have they really been tested? How good's Boston College? You know? no, I mean, I I get it. I'm they were you. up big about they were twenty eight three. They had to hold on to win that game. Yeah, four turnovers for Boston College. No AJ Dillon. So who's the second best it's, team it's in like the ACC? Then? It's beating NC State by five without AJ Dillon. Does that beating make Boston College by yeah, five? Yeah, without AJ Dillon. Yeah, does that? Im- no, I'm, I, a, I'm asking the question. No, 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 no. I think it's a fair question. Um, I, but the ACC. but we're sitting here talking about Miami and not knowing what they are. I, Virginia Tech is clearly not the second best team. Duke is not the second best team. We, we would be saying Syracuse if they would have won, right? Possibly if they would have won at Pitt. No, I don't think beating Pitt makes you better than an undefeated NC State. Because I mean, outside of closely losing to 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 Clemson, what would have Syracuse's best win been? Florida State. Well, that's not that impressive anymore. Their best win would have been a close loss to Clemson. <laughs> right. Uh, ACC is quickly becoming a cluster. A, well, a problem for Clemson's strength of schedule. Florida State. And Louisville sucking hurts Clemson mm-hmm. from the national mm-hmm. standpoint. And Georgia Tech being three and three as one of their as their crossover every year. Yeah. So they'll, they'll. I mean, here's the idea. I think with what you want, if you're you get you get NC State this week at home, you beat them handily, and then you beat Miami in the ACC title game. You're in. There's no. You can even lose a game somewhere in there. So I think it's okay for Clemson uh, in the ACC. I don't know what else you make of. Disappointing for Syracuse. Nice win for Pat Nardizzi to get them to three and three after what they looked like at the it's start a weird of the season. season for them. Very strange season for them. They're two and one. Um, Virginia did not play. Um, what else from the ACC is of note? That's pretty much it. Yeah, we talked Virginia Tech already. I mean, I, yeah, like I think I, I think Jeff Brom should be in in the five oh two. We're starting starting the rumor. Wait, what's that? I I just got a text. His no, wife the, was in Louisville. The message board started the rumors like years ago. But it, I'm just starting this. His wife was seen in oh. Louisville looking at real estate yesterday. Okay, that's all the uh, that's all the Power Five leagues. We're gonna bounce around. Yeah, go ahead. Big development. By the way, Cincinnati now ranked. Yes, with Willie Fritz though, made the quarterback move. Justin McMillan, LSU Tiger, like yep. two months ago, played more than Jonathan Banks there. South Florida. Jordan Concrete, another big game, 300 yards rushing for South Florida. Temple, weird season for Temple. Two bad losses to open the season. They've been rolling since. You know, they did lose to Boston College, but they shut down ECU. Uh, UCF continues to roll. How, how good is UCF? Like, where would I, you have? I have them at number 12, I think, in my rankings. I think that's appropriate. Like, the AP has them ahead of Oklahoma and Michigan and LSU and Florida, and I'm like, I just don't see that. I don't see it. South Florida's, by the way, undefeated at 23rd. Cincinnati undefeated at 25th. Can, okay. Any insight, any any, you, uh, any juice there with those two? Uh, I Cincinnati still has not defeated a good team. <laughs> I, you know, they, they still have to play. So I, what's their crossover? Do you have their schedule? I mean, they still have to play South Florida and Central Florida in their division. So, I guess they, they'll, they'll so be yeah, tested. Yeah, they'll be tested. UConn's defense, they're giving up 9.2 yards per play. Listen oh to this. God. The second worst team That's in the country. The second worst team in the country, Georgia State, is 7.6. 9.2 to 7.6. That is an enormous gap. Wow. Um, that is atrocious defense. It's not good. Atrocious. Well, that's not even a bad enough word. Yeah. There needs to be. We can't words. even say it on this podcast how bad it is. 
Yeah, just put some adjectives. Super bad. Just put some adjectives in front of atrocious that we can't say. I, I mean, we could say them in theory. Yes. We They're choose to make this a family program. It's cool. We class up the joint. Yeah. Another hat tip to your alma mater, Middle Tennessee. For, not losing, for not losing during the bye week. Way to go, Tennessee. Yeah. <laughs> for taking control of the Conference USA East, they beat Marshall. Yeah. They've got wins over FAU, over FAU and yeah. Marshall. UAB. He's got a. I you got wore, my Floyd Stadium shirt on. You wore that last week too. That was six days ago. It's been washed. It looks like there's like baby, like you've been feeding the baby. No, this has been washed. <laughs> okay, or then you're a slob and you got it messy today. I, I, well, I, I get up at four in the morning and it's like a, <laughs> it's like noon now, so I've had a long time to mess up this shirt. UAB big win over Louisiana. What's up with North Texas? They lose to Louisiana. These are your boys. I know they beat UTEP by three. UTEP's horrible. So UAB's defeated Louisiana Tech. So you. We're, UAB, Middle Tennessee, Conference USA Championship Yeah, game. baby. Um, That'd be a home game, right? Like, that could be at Floyd Stadium? Yeah. Yeah. Western Western Michigan beat Eastern Michigan by three. It's Eastern Michigan's third straight loss by three points, although they scored late to cut it to three. San Diego State, Boise State. We should talk about this like it's a – that's big. That's a little upset there. Okay. 19-13. Boise, Didn't see a second of it. Boise State averaged 2.9 yards per play. They they Credit Rocky Long in that defense. Shut them out. Again, 13 points. No Jawan Washington. They didn't have their best player. Great win for San Diego State. Air Force picks up its first win over an FBS team. They beat Navy 35-7. to Big win there. Uh, are we talking too much about these games and like not enough about like Auburn? I'm just curious because I'm looking I'm at the rankings. I'm running down these in like seven minutes. No, I know. I'm, I'm, that's no, what I I'm saying. So. Cause I like, don't think so. Because we didn't really break down too much of Auburn and what they are, offensive line problems. We like, I'm talk just, about it every I'm week. Here. We know what Auburn's problems are. Yeah, no, I, I get it. I'm just curious. Also trying to educate the masses. Utah State beat BYU, as predicted by me. <laughs> um, <laughs> Hawaii's got six wins already. All right. Beat, beat Wyoming without Cole McDonald, their starting quarterback. Okay. I can tell you're really about losing interest in this. In the Sun Belt. Well, you get to, like, the ninth one, and I'm like, dude, I don't care about the ninth or tenth best group of five game. Like, the, the first four, five, or six, I mean, oh, that's cool. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's interesting. Mm, okay. Why are you such a snob? I'm not. We, we all, so we as sports fans and college football fans can only digest so much. We, we have stomachs that are a certain size. Some bigger than others. Mine is larger than yours. So you don't Stretched care that out a bit. South Alabama only scored 13 points against Georgia Southern, who's playing good football. I care. No, I, don't you, have no, time. <laughs> I don't have time in my two children under two diet. Okay, I'm done. It's not that I have to be somewhere. I'm just I'm interested in Auburn. <laughs> Offensive line issues. Don't now, have a now premier what? running back. Jared Siddham's struggling a little bit. Now uh, that's what I want. I to know had my about. stat about their five straight games, like fewer. Than I know that's a great yards. stat. And I, what I want to know is Jared Stidham. What? I, what do you want me to do? Get him better? Like? Yeah, make him coach him up. Okay. <laughs> I was just curious. I was just looking at the rankings, <laughs> looking at Auburn at twenty-one, going, "That's not something we anticipated this year." Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah. I, it's just I. The more and more I, I I do my rankings, there are four teams and everybody else. Well, four teams in Notre Dame? Four and a half? I want to buy into Notre Dame so badly. You I, can't sit here and talk I've about how great five. they were. And then, but they always do a Notre Dame thing. They don't always do a Notre Dame thing. They went four and eight two years ago. They Was haven't not Dame? done a Notre Dame thing since 1988. 1993, they beat Florida State. Then they do a Notre Dame thing. The Notre Dame thing started when they lost to Boston College in 1993, right? Okay, by doing a Notre Dame thing, by not winning a national title, true, they do a Notre Dame thing every year. They just build up hype and then they lose. That's all I'm saying. So I just think there's, I just, I just think 
I'm I'm more I am I have never been the Alabama's bad for college football parodies. You know, I've never been that guy, and I, it doesn't affect my enjoyment. Like you said, like I've talk, talked about, I enjoy Pac-12 games, even though I don't think the league is that good. I, I enjoy the games on Saturday. Florida LSU was a fantastic football game to enjoy um, as a fan of the sport. I, that it doesn't take away from my joy on Saturdays. But when I sit here and try to analyze the t- the sport and look at who's the champion, I see. Texas, Oklahoma, Michigan, Penn State, Washington, West Virginia, Florida, Wisconsin, LSU, Miami, and I see meh. I here's, see Alabama. Here's why and that's I like it. Alabama's different this year because they're so fun. Like if they're so much better than everyone else, but they just suffocate people and they just get, so it's if, boring. If they win twenty to three and they just sit okay. on them, but when you get two averaging twenty five yards per attempt, that's fun. What happens? What happens if they actually get tested though? Because they haven't. That hasn't. Is there a concern about not being tested? Sure. I mean, it's the whole thing, you know, you get to the postseason. It's more of a basketball thing, I think, you know. It's not about the undefeated. It's just, like, be in a moment. Be in a game. Yeah, there's pressure on you. Well, there's pressure on you. Now, Tua had that last year in the championship game, but, like, as a team, it's different. It's the program I worry the least about with that. Well, sure. Okay. Well, we got four undefeateds at the top. You got five undefeateds, Notre Dame, West Virginia, UCF. I don't know. We'll see. Uh, All right. Against the spread, two and one, you said? Two and one. Uh, One with... um, Lost with Syracuse, thanks Dino, and I won with what is your record? Iowa State. I'm eight and ten. I went from six and nine to eight and ten. Okay, so, so inching chip, your way back, chipping away. I went seven and three in my keep chopping on the website. wood. That's all you can do. Keep watching film. Don't watch film. Keep <laughs> you know just make the picks and hope for the best. All right. Um, Real quick, saw my first ever water polo match in person this Saturday morning. It's a lot of leg kicking. Going on a lot of water. beating the you know what out of each other. It's a very physical game. Yeah, and they all have, and the pool's like twenty feet deep. Yeah, oh no, um, yeah, so they're all like they're all like not standing up. It's crazy. Wow, yeah. that seems like an insane thing to do. The team name was the Vikings. When's the last time you saw a Viking in the water? Brayden right now is is mimicking a water polo player. <laughs> they do that weird arm motion where they have to hold the ball like no, way they, out from the behind they, the body, and they're cool. they're keeping their bodies up with their legs. It's insane. It's like the guy in the middle. I forgot his position. I'm way more excited about this than your AAC scoreboard. He's like he's like a big. It's like posting up in basketball where you got to like get your shoulder around and you feed you feed the post without like, touching the ground. But the problem is you can't really feed the post to the left hand because you can't whip it with your left hand. You know, if you're ambidextrous, it's a big advantage. Yeah, or amphibious, both so, also an, also an advantage. So the team I lost it was my friend Bill's son Tyler. They crushing. They were up five one. They lost like eleven nine. I don't know what that means, but it sounds enthralling. They were up five to one. They lost eleven to nine. You don't know what that means. I don't know how. What do you get? Is it like a touchdown? Do you score once and get seven points? I don't know. You put the biscuit in the basket. You get a and point. You get one. Yeah, it's like it's like hockey. Is it like you know two hockey. basketball three pointers? No three pointers. Okay. See, I don't have no idea. Is five to one a huge? There's a penalty box. Five you, to one in hockey is like like a five touchdown lead. Evidently, five to one is not insurmountable because they lost. There you go. But there's a penalty box, and they start it with like. Do you have to swim while you're in the penalty box, too, or can you sit? I think you can lean. You can rest? But when they start it, they put the ball in the middle, and the dudes just swim. Like, whoever swims faster. It's like the XFL. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) It's about as physical. Oh, man. All right. Good story. I like that. That was was, good. It was was good good match. That was good. All right. Thank you for listening, everybody. We'll be previewing week seven. Huge. Man, we got – it's starting to get real. 
Uh, some big stuff coming up. The more I think about it, I'm pissed that Oregon lost because I would love to see that Oregon-Washington game. You're right. I hadn't thought about that because that's a great game. But you also have Clemson-NC State, um, Wisconsin-Michigan. Start, stuff's starting to get the – Georgia-LSU. Stuff's starting to get really, really heavy. So it should be fun to watch uh, as we start to weed, weed them out. Uh, at Athlon Mitch, at Braden Golf. thanks for listening, everybody. Rate, review, subscribe. Athlon Sports Cover 2 Podcast.